Hey everybody, this is Stefano. It's another episode of the Houseo Podcast, and I'm so sorry. I know I haven't done another episode, and it's driving me crazy. And I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. I have an alarm for myself every 12 p.m. or every noon、uh, Eastern Standard Time to actually record a podcast episode, and I forget that. People are listening, and people are looking, and people want to hear about what I'm trying to build, and I forget about that. So I apologize, apologize, apologize. I really do.、Um, and this particular episode is something that I wanted to talk to you guys about. Is something that I will actually be talking about in the coming month, not coming months, in the coming week or so with Startup FIU's、uh, Student Innovation Week. Is actually how to fund your startup. And I think this is something that I, for some reason, have not really talked about. But I've started to kind of share with people of how I've gone through it since I've been very public about how I found my startup and how I've been able to win these、uh, recent pitch competitions. And and I I want to share that with you today. Whether there are people who wants to listen to that or not, definitely、uh, feel free to stay. But if you do, I'll share with you how I've been able to really fund my startup,、uh, Carevocacy, and how that journey has been for me. And the great thing about being a startup founder, every journey that you do for found for funding is so different and sometimes a little bit difficult.、Um, but I'll tell you what I had in mind. So first thing I want to say is again, thank you for listening and staying and and really listening and staying for my episodes and my rants and my conversations. Anyway, so with that said, how do I fund my startup? So how I go about it is actually through non-equity funding. So when I first started this, I told myself that I did not want to take in money from other people,、um, whether that be venture capitalists, whether that be you know friends and family. I unfortunately、uh, that was not what I wanted to do. So I thought the best way to do it, and this is how I've always done it in the past when I was trying to do pitch competitions in high school.、Um, Was to do competitions, and I was really good at presentation and really creating this concept and idea to to alive. I'm not the best when it comes to the business operational stuff, but I I know how to tell a story enough that I think people could、uh, feel like they're involved in it. So, anyways, I was trying to find ways to fund this because I did not want to start a startup without actually no with no funding. I don't have like huge amounts of money, so I just thought the best way to do it. So the first one I did was actually through a city of Hollywood, a local pitch competition. It was their first one, and it was like a basically a cohort of nineteen、uh, other entrepreneurs, and we were going through these like weekly events and things like that.、Um, and so that's how I got into really that was really my start into really funding for my startup. Um, I won that one after a weeks about ten to eleven weeks of just working on it. I won that one,、uh, got three thousand dollars, and was basically to take that money and I, 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 to be honest with you, I did not spend it until like a year later,、uh, which is crazy because at the, at the same time I didn't have enough, you know, I didn't have anything to do with it yet. Like I didn't know what to spend the money for, but except for like you know like basic stuff like. Registering the business and the website and all these other things, but at the end of the day, I just wasn't sure what I was going to do with it, and I thought that was going to be the end of me.、Um, so I decided to still continue on the business. So that was back in December 
and then fun you know funding that one and then it all to be honest with you it all has just been pitch competitions and just preparing for it while being in school is a lot it is like a lot um so i i worked on kerbocracy for a while and when the pandemic happened it was okay do i continue do i not continue how do i pay this off i actually had a lot of people who i needed to pay because of the fact that it took you know it took a little bit longer but i had really patient people who were willing to extend the pay for the date for example my awesome friend edward from from studio default um but basically the journey was not easy so my advice to you is if you're trying to find funding try to think about how you want to do it do you want to get it from other from vcs or capitalists or from um vent uh from your friends and family do you want to do crowdsourcing there's so many options but just be proud or the path of the pathway that you choose and it's not it's not going to be perfect every founder does these things differently but you should understand that there are options that you can do to find money i did not even take this into account but i've actually raised and i say quote unquote quotations raised uh about twelve thousand dollars in non-equity funding and uh, that isn't actually a lot for a lot of people, obviously, and that isn't like anything in, in regards to the runway that I had to do for, for this. But I was just taking a step back and I realized like, wait a minute, I've raised this much amount of money and I should be proud of that. And so just think about it that way. You know, there are so many ways you could uh, look into uh, funding. I can even share some links so if you DM me on, on Instagram or even spe- specifically on LinkedIn, I can share with you about other types of funding ways. But I thought I'd just share with you about how I funded it. So it's just been through competitions. I won a competition recently that was $4,000 and got me into second place. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I also had one uh, back in December 2020 that was $5,000. Um, so again, it's if you add all that up, it was just, uh, it was about $12,000. Um, so it's been... It's, it's something that is always on my mind about ways where we can find uh, funding for the startup. Um, and it's not it's definitely not easy because it feels like it's another job, to be honest with you, to prepare for a pitch competition. But what makes it easier, though, is actually when you prepare for it and, and the fact that you've done traction and you've done a lot of things um, to prepare and to show that your startup is being successful and why people should you know invest in it or why they should why you should win so i think that's the important thing about it as you build stuff um if you're a first time uh person that are just trying to try at pitch competitions in the first place the best way to really win these is could you deliver the problem and the solution in the in the most concise way possible i am not perfect in that but if you can do that, that is like going to be the most key important skill that you need in order to even sell your business or even sell this 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 company in a pitch competition. I'm telling you, I just I, I just joined a clubhouse room like 2 a.m. last night, and it was amazing to hear these founders talking about the importance of brevity, clarity, and the conciseness that you need to have in order to demonstrate how what how much you're earning, how are you going to earn it, what is the business model, all these things. 
basic stuff that we all should be uh, thinking about and that we all should be practicing learning how to do. I need to do that. Honestly, today, I think I'm going to be practicing about like, oh, how does Kerbox make money? We make money through one-on-one -on -one individual tutoring sessions. Or I, I could I could do it that way, or I could do it in a way where, oh, Kerbocracy makes money through contracts through senior living community centers in order to provide tech education programming for their for their residents, etc. Like just either whichever one you want to, you know, go either B2C, B2B, whatever. But the point is, I'm trying to say is um, make it clear. And then that is how you really fund your startup. And uh, to be honest with you, that's probably how you're going to get your first customers. If you make it clear to them what problem you're trying to solve for them. And then this is how they can, how you're going to solve it. So with that said, uh, I hope you enjoyed this short episode. I just thought I needed to put something out there on the Household Podcast. I didn't think that I would be turning this into a little bit of a series about myself, but I think this is a way for me to document the moment and all these things happening. I have so much stuff to share with you on my on my business journal. Oh my gosh. <laughs> But if you feel like you enjoy this, please uh, subscribe or follow or or even just uh, what do you call this? Send send me a message because I appreciate anyone who's even sticking around for about nine minutes into this episode and just talking and listening to me. And if you want to talk to me, reach out, please. I'm on Clubhouse like on a daily basis because I run around rooms, but feel free to reach out and we can talk and just get to know each other. Because I know it's not easy, especially as a student founder, and also sometimes, also really, to be honest with you, a, a quote unquote first time founder. Um, but I think it's important to learn these skill sets, to fund your startup, to know that there are options, and to do it in a very clear and concise way. So, with that said, have a great day today. This is Stefano. I enjoyed this uh, episode <laughs> talking to you, and I hope to see you around. So, thank you for listening to the House Out Podcast. Subscribe listen in and share it with your friends and folks. So see you guys later. Bye-bye.